Thank you, ladies. That was good. Uh, some people are tall, and some are good looking. <clears throat> Man. We're going to be in Daniel chapter 6. You're going to start finding that, please. Out on the reservation, these still have the old dirt roads and the beat up roads and the muddy roads after a, a rain or whatever, if it ever does rain. And uh, uh, the vehicles are so beat up and bad up. Uh, you, around here, you call them used vehicles. Out there, we call them res rockets. And this Indian lady was driving down the road in her res rocket. And she looked, most of them don't have license, but anyway, she looked in and, and she saw there was a cop behind her. But she realized on her res rocket, the blinkers did not work. The signals didn't work on which way to turn or not turn. And she was trying to remember how to put my hand out the window and give the correct signal. And she put her hand out. She wanted to turn right, but she put her hand out like this. And she brought it back in real fast. She realized that's not the right one. So she put it back. She put her hand back out and went. Cop pulled her over and said, ma'am, are you trying to get my attention? She said, no, sir, to be honest with you, I got nervous because my signals don't work. I saw you behind me, and I was trying to figure out the right signal. She said, I put my arm out, and I realized that was left. It was not the right signal. He said, yes, ma'am, but what was that other stuff? She said, I'm just trying to erase it. <laughs> Amen. All right. You'd have to be with the Indians to appreciate that a whole lot. Uh, I've got a prayer request before I get started tonight. We no longer have a youth pastor. We need one. We need a young couple that would come out. And, uh, and by the way, I'm, I'm saying this to you because you're one of our supporting churches. And I'll, I'll make you mad to get with tonight. If you give your money and don't pray for us, you're wrong. We need the money. I'll be honest with you. But we need the power of God. And we need to make right decisions. And we need wisdom, knowledge, understanding. So, so please pray for us. But... Uh, uh, all we ask you to do is, is put it on, on, on the prayer list. That's all we ask you to do. Put it on the prayer list. Pray for us that we'd get the right couple. And uh, we need someone young enough to uh, travel, take them, do things with them, and, uh, and teach them. Uh, I believe this with all of my heart. I think there's some young people out there that honestly wants to know God. They wants to be close to God. And they want somebody to love them. Yeah, it's... Uh, what was that Lester Roloff said in the 71? If we don't go after the young people one day, they'll come after us. And now we've got more people committing crimes as young people than adults. So just, just make that a matter of a prayer if you would. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6, please. Now, this is what you're going to think. You're going to say, isn't that about Daniel lines then? Yep. Oh, whew. I can turn him off tonight. I don't have to listen. I can sit here and just relax and, and text and balance my checkbook, whatever. Listen to me carefully. The Bible is a living book. And it's the word, it, you're going to laugh at this, it's the word of God as much as if he was standing there telling you these words. Amen. So if it's a living book, you could preach the same message a hundred times and each person would get something different out of it if they wanted to. So don't turn me off just because it's a familiar story. I'm not going to preach Daniel lines then, but it is this story. Daniel chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes. Those are called congressmen. <clears throat> that this is the group. You, you do understand that a camel was a horse put together by the government. 
If you understand that, you can understand the government better. Amen. Verse 2 says, And over these three president of whom Daniel was first, that the princess might give account unto them, and the king should have no damage. Then this, I want you to circle the word this. This is my sermon tonight, so circle it. And this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and the princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel. If you do right, the enemy will always find an occasion to mess you up. You serve God. Listen carefully. You know why most of us never bump into the devil? We're going the same direction he's going. And I love you too. If I'm going the same, come Brother Stanley. If, if I'm going the same direction with Brother Stanley, I'm never going to bump into him. But if we're going opposite directions, sooner or later we're going to bump into each other. Amen. But I'm going the opposite direction of the devil. So I'm constantly bumping into it. And that's what this is all about. Here, here's a man doing right with all his heart. You, you know the story of Daniel. It, it, getting out, we get to meet him one day. Isn't that something? So they, okay, said, so we're going to find something against him. We're going to skip to verse 5. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against who? Not, not just Daniel. What does it say? This Daniel. Except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. We're not going to find anything against him unless we find him doing something the Bible says do. Then we'll have him. Because the world is against the Bible. So if you can get somebody doing what the Bible says, by the way, get mad at me if you want to, and I know you don't think your government would ever do this. If you're not careful, you keep voting for the wrong people before they're going to take the Bible away from you. Amen. Verse 6, then these presidents and princes assembled together uh, the king and said unto him, King Darius, live forever, suck-ups. You read that story correctly, they're just sucking up to get something they want. Can, can I just interject? Leave politics out of preaching. Why? They don't leave the preaching out of politics. Amen. They're after me like white on rice. I mean, they're after me hard. Because I didn't shut down and that shut down. I'm going to be careful what I say. I'm in a big city. Ah, I want to so badly. Mm. Ah, verse 7. All the presidents of the kings and the governors and the princes and the counselors and the captains had consulted together. That's a rumor and Pelosi. To establish a royal statute and to make firm decree that whosoever shall ask the petition of any god or man for 30 days, save thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. No king established the decree and signed the writing that it uh, be not cha uh, changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians. It's amazing we can change the Constitution to fit something else. We, this country used to be ruled by constitution, now we're ruled by a judge. Have you seen the changes some judges made here lately? Our judge in our area voted our governor was wrong. She couldn't keep everything locked down. 
she called the Supreme Court, state Supreme Court, and had them rule that she could do whatever she wanted to do without argument from both sides, which is totally illegal. Amen. I see so much in here. Oh, boy, I got to hurry and preach, though. Down at verse 10, it says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he knelt upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Hast thou not signed a decree? Remember, dummy, we fooled you to sign something you shouldn't have signed. That every man that shall ask a petition of any god or man within 30 days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. The king answered and said, The thing is true according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. Then answered they and said before the king, Did they say this, Daniel? That. That, Daniel. Amen and amen and amen. That, Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree thy sign before maketh this petition three times a day. Then the king, when he had heard these words, was sore displeased with himself and set in his heart on Daniel to deliver him. But he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled to, uh, unto the king and said unto the king, uh, Know, O king, that the law of the Medes and Persians uh, is that no degree nor statue should be of the king established may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den. The king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords that he purposed might be changed, not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went into his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste into the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said, Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thy service continually able to deliver thee from the lions. Anyone that's in politics, listen to me carefully has taken the oath to serve and protect us. And they may later come back and say, I'm sorry, like he did. That don't cut the mustard. Father, we ask your blessings. Give us something to help us, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to realize that during this time, Daniel is living in a completely controlled government. They're not uh, partially in control. They're totally in control. They have taken over everything they tell you you can't have church they tell you you can't even have prayer uh, they, they tell you you uh, you, you can have uh, uh, no ministries we've shut down uh, it, it, who would ever thought in america that you could go to an abortion clinic and have an abortion couldn't go to church huh it's crazy isn't it? who would have ever thought we'd been in a situation we're in now who would ever thought that uh, you couldn't have Sunday school? Couldn't run buses. 
in the 1800s, they put Indians on a reservation and said, you can't leave. In 2020, they put them on a reservation and put protected authority police roadblocks and said, you can't leave. It's our reservations are what they call a lockdown. It's illegal for them to leave. We can't go out and run buses. We can't go out and knock on doors. We can't go out there and they can't come off. And all we're doing is building up, getting, we're getting everybody ready for the government to just give us what little bit they want us to have. And, and, and you know what? People that don't want to work, we used to vote like this. And now we vote like this. And these people want socialism. Because they don't understand it. They honestly believe if we vote these people in, by the way, uh, 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 whoever would have thought we'd had socialism in America? Whoever would have thought a, a, a human being could stand up and say, I'm a socialist, and get one vote instead of 101 million votes? Who would have ever thought in America somebody could stand up and say, I'm a sodomite and proud of it and get votes? I, I tell you what, our, our country's in a mess. And here's why. Get mad at me if you want to. It's because of the people we keep voting for. I tell my people, and I, te- and I'm te- I'm te- I'm te- I listen, my church is a, a group of minorities. And I tell them November is going to be the most important election in American history. In American history. And that old people get no money from any casinos like you white people think they do. They get no money from the royalties like you think they do. And now they're stuck somewhere and can't move and can't go and can't do. And it's sad. And I don't want to get started on that because I love them and I, I'm real mad right now. But whoever thought we would have got to that point in our country? Somebody's got to take a stand. Somebody's got to tell it like it is. In this situation, Daniel was that one. Yeah, but he got in trouble. Uh, it's amazing to me that you'll get in trouble if somebody comes and slaps your wife around. Or I hope you would. You know, put on the big boy britches. But when it comes to things of God, we're not taking a stand. Let me give you a few things, and I want to get to a point here. Daniel's character was honored even though the government was in control. And please watch me on this. Daniel's character was honored. Look at verse 2. Chapter 6, verse 2. And over these three presidents of whom Daniel was what? First. You see, Daniel's character was honored. Life is not a lottery. Young people, you need to understand this. Life is not a lottery where you, you wish for the best and you do the best you can, which is a lie. Nobody does the best they can. You say, oh, preacher, I'm doing the best I can. Really? How much Bible did you read today? How many gospel tracts did you pass out today? How many people did you win the Lord today? What did you do in the last week to keep somebody from going to hell? Did you give what you're supposed to give? Did you do what you're supposed to do every time? Did you watch something you shouldn't have watched? Heard something you didn't hear? Nobody's doing the best they can. So quit lying to yourself about that. But we, we, we live as if life is a, a lottery and it's not. We, we live as if, uh, well, the success comes 
It comes, if it don't, I guess I'll just not have it. No, 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 no. The success must be earned. Must be earned. And by the way, young people, it takes years. It takes years. My, my wife's sitting here. We, we live without running water. That lady right there lived without running water and electricity so this man could start a church. Amen. There, there, was, there was times we didn't have anything. No running water, no electricity. Cold winters, hot summers. It has to be earned. People would look at us and say, them people's crazy. We could, first 18 years of our ministry, we couldn't get one church to support us, not one. Because we was in nuts out there in the middle of nowhere, living in a little travel trailer in the desert trying to win souls. And now I have to turn down meetings. It's earned. I'm telling you that success is earned. Uh, by the way, character will always be honored. And character, simply put, is what you do when nobody's watching. But you must remember this also. The eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the good and the evil. He's always watching. By the way, uh, we, we got too many of God's people that getting flattered by the world. Someone said that if people in California came up with a new style, not tattoos, that's old-fashioned, not the body piercings, that's old-fashioned. They went through the whole list. They said, but if they came out with a thing where you had to cut the left part of the bottom of your ear off, Within three weeks, 25% of the American youth would have the bottom of the ear cut off. We're just getting ready to start taking orders and be a socialist. We're just getting ready. But Daniel's character is on. The second thing I want you to notice about him, he had an excellent spirit that promoted him. Look at verse 3 and 4. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because of an excellent spirit. Wow. Well... That teacher treated me wrong. That bus captain treated me wrong. The preacher said something that made me mad. <laughs> and you got a bad spirit about it. You've never put a lion's den yet. You literally, as bad as it is right now, America's still the greatest country there is. But he, with all he went through and all he was going through, he had an excellent spirit. And guess what? It promoted him. I mean, he's next in line to be the head honcho. He was guided by an excellent conscience. I someone say this one time. I just let my conscience be my guide. If you don't have an excellent spirit, don't let your conscience be your guide. The heart's desperately wicked. Who can know it? Be very careful with that. By the way, be loyal to heaven. We're the most loyal generation ever. Why don't you be loyal to heaven? Find something to be loyal to. Be loyal to your church. Be loyal to your preacher. In God's dear name, be loyal to God. But this place is not our home. Why can't we be loyal to heaven? We're supposed to be ambassadors of heaven. Not this country. We're supposed to be ambassadors of his. So, if you're going to do that, make sure you're guided by excellent spirit if you're going to have a son. He was loyal to heaven. He, uh, by the way, he was diligent to his calling. It wasn't well... God's call me, and if I get around to it one of these days, after I make a lot of money... You're the dummy. Do you realize if, the, if you let the devil know that what you're waiting on is money, he'll make sure you never get it? He is the God of this world, the power and principle of the air. If you're not giving a dollar of the ten you got, you won't give a ten of the hundreds you got, and you won't give a hundred of the thousand you got. 
Amen. You're right. Be careful of that, please. He was guided by an excellent heart because he had an excellent spirit. Whatsoever thou thinkest in the heart, so art thou. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. But here's what I want to show you something. He had a fourfold life. And I'm trying to give you something to help you through this government mess up we're having. Did you know that there's 161,000 a year killed in car accidents more than the virus kills? So I think we're to go home, open the garage, put our car in it, and lock it down. Never use that car again. Now you're talking about somebody throwing a wall-eyed fit. It's okay to tell me I can't go to church, but don't tell me I can't drive my car. So it's okay to tell me I can't have Sunday school, but don't tell me I can't have a car. You young people is worse than us old people. Looking at me like, they said, we don't even have a car, but you want one so bad right now while I'm talking about you can't hardly stand it. But he had a fourfold life. He had a life of purpose. Stay with me, please. He had a life of purpose. You know, most people walking through life without a purpose. Think about it for a second. If you've ever played volleyball, basketball, or any sport, you'll hear your coach one and say, focus, focus. What's he saying? You're, you're going to run around like a duck been hitting head with a stick out there. It don't make sense what you're doing. Stay focused. Have a purpose. We, we had one of my wife's nephews uh, was being a jerk, a teenager. By the way, when you turn 13, you go totally retarded. You stay that way till you're 40. And he got to be a teenager, and he was retarded. And they couldn't do anything with him. They sent him to live with us. The first day, first day, me and him had an understanding. Yes, sir. And he'd walk like, I'd kick him in the butt, and I said, boy, walk with a purpose. Walk with a purpose. What am I saying? You know, let's have a purpose in what we do. If we're going to build a church, let's have a purpose and let's do it. If we're not, let's go sell pencils. Amen. But Daniel had a, he had a, a life of purpose, by the way, because of his purpose. By the way, God is the beginning of everything. In the beginning, God. When? In the beginning. Listen, I, I live 40 miles from here. As a, as a teenage drunk, as a very wicked, wicked person. But my life really didn't begin till August 24th, 1970. Went out that way about 50 miles at the Santa Fe Lake. I call it, they call it the Santa Fe Lake Road. I call it the Damascus Road where I got saved and my life began. But when it began, I had a purpose. Daniel had a life of purpose, and the purpose is the beginning of everything. By the way, what lies in the back of living by purpose is God's will. We all, we, 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 <laughs> you've heard it so many times, but you walk twitch louder than you talk. And the way we're living, it's not God's will being done, but our will being done. 90% of the time. Even in my life. We need to be very careful with that.
It must be. And by the way, I'm going to say this to you. When God gives you a purpose and God gives you what he wants you to do with your, with your life, you ought to make it, you ought to make it, how would you say this? You ought to make an announcement. <laughs> I, can, I can come to the church altar during the invitation and me and God can have a get together and, and nothing between me and him and everything's clear as a bell and I've made my mind up, I'm going to do what God says and I would go out here and never make an announcement. I go back here, the devil come along and say, I don't worry about it, nobody knows about it. You really don't have to do it. You're not not committed because nobody knows about it. But what if you get off your knees there and say, Preacher, can I see you a minute? And you tell him what you did and you make the announcement, now you got to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God and shame on the devil. By the way, you must be committed to your purpose. It's not a purpose today and a different purpose tomorrow. Teenagers, I love you. I really do. I used to be one 100 years ago. But you ask most teenagers, what you going to do when you get to high school? I don't know. You going to go to college? I don't know. You going to the military? I don't know. You going to get married? I don't know. No purpose whatsoever. Zero, be committed to it. So he had a fourfold life. Number one, he had a life of purpose. Number two, he had a life of prayer. Look at verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being opened in the chamber toward uh, Jerusalem, he kneeled on his knees three times a day, watch this, and prayed, watch this, and gave thanks for God, and watch this carefully, as he did aforetime. They came to him, Brother Cruz, and said, buddy, you can't pray no more. He said, you got a deal. I won't pray no more. I won't pray any less either. I'm still going to do it three times a day. I'm going to meet God. We're always meet him over here by this window where I can look down and see where I came from. By the way, you ought to realize where you came from. Yeah, I'm going to get over here three times a day. God and I have got an altar built over here. I'm going to meet him right where I've always met him. Every day before the government took over, I met him. When the government takes over, I'm still going to meet him. Amen. That's why they're scared of people like Daniel. The government's scared to death of, of Christians. You scare them. You know, you know what scares the devil more than anything else? Seeing a Christian on their knees. That scares the devil. And the world's scared to death of you when you walk with God. Why? You don't only have power of a, of, of, a, of a group of people. You've got the power of God. Hallelujah. Then he also had a life of perception. Look at verse 20. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of living God, is thy servant whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lions? He, he literally had a life of perception. He perceived in his heart, folks. He perceived in his heart, no matter what, it's God's will. Remember three Hebrew children they threw in the fire furnace? They said, we know he's able, but if not, but if not, we're still going to do the right thing. Daniel had that attitude. He, he, listen, I, man, I wish I knew how to preach. I would tear this one up. Man, he, he perceived, he knew without a doubt that God was in charge. Not the lion's. 
By the way, not the government. Not the devil. I don't, I don't listen carefully. The, the Bible says they, they, they threw him in the, in the den of lions. The only reason they did that was out of meanness. He would have walked in there if they'd have told him to. Amen. It's like Paul when he cut his head off. I think Paul laid his head over that guillotine and smiled. Knowing just a, just a, just a few seconds now I'm going to be with the Lord. Yep. He's the same one that said, I'm caught between the two. Yep. Which is better? To stay here and serve God or go on to heaven? And all of a sudden he's getting the opportunity to go on to heaven. Woo. Man, I like that. He had a life of purpose. He had a life of prayer. He had a life of, and then he had a life of power. Look at verse 22. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth. They have not hurt me. Inasmuch as before him, innocence was found in me. And also before thee, O king, I have done no hurt. I'm still innocent. I didn't cuss God. Why don't you just cuss God and die? That's the attitude of the world. Huh. Though God slay me, Job said. I like this Daniel more than I like that Daniel. Are you still with me? Because that's just my introduction. So now I'm going to preach about 10 minutes and we'll go get a strawberry milkshake. He went in verse 3 and verse 5. Watch this carefully. Then this Daniel in verse 3. In verse 5. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against this Daniel. And skip all the way to verse 13. Then answered they and said before the king, that Daniel. This Daniel is, is good night. He goes to church. He, he has a ministry. He, he serves God. He, he prays. He, he's respectful. He, 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 he does the things that you're supposed to do. He's got an excellent spirit. Watch this carefully. He didn't become this Daniel until he went through adversity. You'll never be greatly used of God until you're hurt. You'll never be greatly used until you're attacked. And I, I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that, but I'm just trying to help you with something tonight. I don't want to be... that church member. I want to be this church member. I don't want to be that Christian. Man, I want to be this Christian. I don't want to be that staff person. I want to be this staff person. I don't want to be that teenager. I want to be this teenager. I don't want to be that young person. I want to be this young person. By the way, I don't want to be that preacher. See that preacher? I don't want to be that. I want to be this preacher. They asked about Paul one day. The Apostle Paul asked, why does he have to be like that? That's a sermon in itself. Why are some of you preachers so hard-headed and stubborn? Why do you have to be like that? Amen. But you like us when we're this preacher. 
that won me to the Lord, when you're this preacher that helped my family, when you're this preacher that helped me pay the light bill, when you're this preacher that made me, helped me grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, when you were this preacher, then they loved you. Yeah, just that preacher. Just that, that, that one over there, that woman over there, that man over there, that Christian over there. I don't want to be just that church member. I want to be this. I want to be that Sunday school teacher. I want to be this Sunday school teacher. I don't want to be that Christian school teacher. I want to be this Christian school teacher. I, 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 listen, I, I don't want to be that, that soul winner. I want to be this soul winner. I don't, I don't want to be that giver. I want to be this giver. I don't want to be that pastor. I want to be this pastor. I don't want to be that prayer warrior. I want to be this prayer warrior. So it knows how to get a hold of God. Glory to God. I don't want to be that Bible reader. I want to be this Bible reader. Glory to God. I don't want to be that person. I want to be this person. I don't want to be that neighbor. I want to be this neighbor. I don't want to be that Daniel. <laughs> I want to be this Daniel. You see, there was nothing wrong with that Daniel. He prayed three times a day. He walked with God. He had an excellent spirit. He had the right heart. And everything was going right in his life. He, he was not thrown in the lion's den. He was not mistreated. He was not taken captivity because he had done anything wrong. And it was wrong what they would have done to him. They had taken him captive. They had taken him to a different place. Took his privileges his freedoms away from him but he kept on plugging away but he did not become anything but that Daniel till he went through the toughest thing in his life where he might have to lay down his life he was willing to go to his grave serving his God what are we willing to do it's not going <laughs> to. Ladies, you can't get in your kitchen where there's a bunch of dishes, nasty, dirty kitchen. You can't sit there and go, hmm, I wish these dishes were done. They ain't going to get done. Are you listening to me? I've got some fellows that are working with me. And by the way, some of the greatest men on earth, and you trained them here. And they work with me every day. And didn't have to go work a second job at night because, well, never mind. But anyway, sometimes we'll have a job that's it's 104 degrees. It's miserable. We're about to pass out. And I said, guys, just wait a minute. Just wait a minute. And I do this on purpose just to get my point across. I said, just wait a minute. Be real still. I wish this was done. Oh, I wish this was done. But no, shh, be still. Oh, I wish this was done. And oh, my eyes go, <laughs> that didn't work. Let's go to work. Listen me carefully. To be this Daniel instead of that Daniel will take work. You see, being that Daniel is wonderful. Every preacher in the world would like to have a church full of that Daniel. But what a blessing. Not just to the pastor, not just to the church, but to the individual when they become this Daniel. And to get there, you're going to have to go through some tough times. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. If nobody had talked about you, 
It'd be a wonderful life. Woe unto thee when all men speak well of thee. I think I've said it here before. I've said it a lot of places. We have got too much brother watching and not enough father watching. He perceived in his heart that the God he had trusted all this time when he was that Daniel, when he walked in life being that Daniel, Walk with God, being that Daniel with an excellent spirit. He, 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 everything was just, even in the bad of bad times, he, he was that Daniel. But one day, because of adversity in his life, he became this Daniel. Tonight, are you that Daniel or are you this Daniel? Daniel.